Discovery, go at throttle up. truth i am your host big ec welcome to the program we have been really busy here at big ec's truth and we've got some exciting news for you to start the show we have officially launched the big ec website and couldn't be happier we're getting a lot of traffic we're getting a lot of attention the platform is growing show attendance is up and the website is out there. The website is BigECsTruth.net. BigECsTruth.net. There you will find a number of, of fun things to take a look at. You'll see uh, a brief bio on myself. So for those of you that are interested in who I am and what I'm about, you'll get a take there. And we've got a uh, page where you can see some pretty interesting videos and, and, and political takes and views of, of all, all forms and fashion. And uh, anytime I end a, a podcast and post it, it is posted immediately to that website. You can sign up on that website. So that way, anything new, any new content that comes out, you get directly in your email. So please go to bigecstruth.net, check it out see what I'm all about, and follow this show. We are really excited. Today, I've got a couple of topics for you. As usual, I have a couple of topics. But today, I actually have a first request, my very first request coming in from a listener, and that is the discussion, uh, the, the ask was to discuss executive orders, what's okay, what's not okay, and kind of take a look at where we sit with a Biden administration. And the other thing that we're going to talk about today is a bit of a hodgepodge in a sense that uh, there's a lot going on right now. There's a lot happening. There's always a lot happening, but there's a lot happening right now that we've really got to focus in on and, and, and pinpoint, and that is the cancel culture that we are living, breathing, and, and diving into. And so those are what we're going to talk about today. Let's jump in. Let's hit it hard. But I wanted to take a moment to uh, go through uh, the 15 executive actions, or highlights of them, I should say, uh, and some of the, age, the, the uh, steps that the president asked agencies to take today. So that audio, folks, is from day one. That's day one with Joe Biden's 15 executive actions. Since then, he's gone on an executive signing spree and um it's it's starting to take its toll on some of the some of the folks out there and, and actually on this country to be quite honest and, and and that is up to and including his executive actions orders on immigration which we now know have led to uh 108 illegal immigrants covid positive in texas and 
So really, he's putting the American people at risk. Is he allowed to do that? And if so, why? And what is this whole executive action thing all about? So to date, Joe Biden has signed 34 executive orders. And, and they range uh, across, the, across the gamut. And, and that they range from revoking previous actions uh, to, to Im implementing uh, supply chain orders and establishing uh, Office of Faith-Based Neighborhood Partnerships to the immigration portion, which we just talked about. And, and that particular one is called Restoring Faith in our legal immigration systems and strengthening integration and inclusion efforts for new Americans. Hmm, interesting. So that's, that's where we're at with that. So to date, he has signed 34 executive orders. Now, what is an executive order? Well, an, an executive order, it's very simple. It's an order issued by the president of the United States to an executive branch of government. Okay, so that means that the president can issue an order to an executive branch of the federal government. He does not order or put in place an executive order to the people. Right? He cannot put in place an executive order to us as the people of this country. What he has authority over is the executive branch of the government, and he can put in place an order to that federal agency or multiple federal agencies. Those orders, they typically stay in place until they've been revoked or replaced by a, a new president or that they're deemed unlawful by the courts. So in a nutshell, that's what your executive orders are. Joe Biden has signed 34. So well, it's quite significant. And he's clearly, we've, we've talked about this on a, on a previous podcast, but he's clearly ruling through executive order and executive action, I believe, simply because he can't get this passed. He himself said, hey, if you don't have the votes, it doesn't move. So that's, that's where we're at from an executive order perspective. It's, it's dangerous, though, because it does carry some political risk. In fact, it carries quite a bit of political risk in a sense that the way that I look at this is right now the Democrats and the liberals have the upper hand. But what happens when the tide turns, right? We saw Trump and, and he had some executive orders, not nearly as, as many as where, where Biden is, but he had also put into place some executive orders and revoked uh, Biden or uh, Obama, Biden era, era uh, orders. So, so this has happened through the history of time. In fact, George Washington had executive orders in place. They've not been as political as this to, to, in my lifetime, meaning, meaning that I've never seen a president with the stroke of a pen eliminate 11,000 jobs. Never seen that happen. With a stroke of a pen, raise the gas prices. With a stroke of a pen, bring in illegal immigrants and spread COVID-19. I've not seen that before. These are just not thought through. These are dangerous. So political outfall from this is going to be that, hey, when the shoe is on the other foot, what are the Republicans going to do or not do? Right? He's really going too far. And so I suspect that the, the 
house is going to turn into a red house and we're going to see that red wave come into place in two years. And then what is Biden going to accomplish? I also suspect that the seats up for uh, up for grabs in the Senate will go red. That means Biden has no power only through executive action. So he's trying to set the precedent now that that is how he's going to rule over his kingdom through executive action. It's not right. It's wrong. And we've got to make sure he knows it. Write President Biden. Write him a letter. Write your congressman. Write your local politicians and tell them this is crazy. Grandpa Joe needs to sit down and relax and enjoy retirement. This is, this is really gone too far. So speaking of Joey Biden, where is this guy at? Where is Grandpa Joe? Six weeks the guy's been there. A little over six weeks he's been in office. No official press conferences where he's taking questions. None. And, and I don't know if you saw the other day, but um, he's in the middle of talking on a, on a webinar, and he says, well, I, I, I could take some questions, and then, uh, boom, cut him off. No question. Nope, Joe. Not taking any questions. Not happening. So what's what's the deal? What's going on with this guy? Come on, man. What is the deal with Joe Biden? I I, I look, I suspect I suspect that that his handlers are worried about him saying something outrageous. I, I really think that that's that that's what, what the concern is here. And in this current day and age of cancel culture, one wonders, I mean, are they really that concerned? And I suspect, yeah. Hey, he could come out and say, you know, comments that he said when back in the 90s and, and in the early 2000s, right, about immigration, about how he feels about people in the streets and, and so on and so forth. I think that's a big concern. To me, the bigger concern is the cancel culture of which we live in. And that we're, we're really beyond the slippery slope and we are in the thick of it now. And uh, I, I say that in reference to, we, we've seen a lot of the cancel culture activities, but I say that in reference to a lot of things that are happening right, right this week and, and, and the past couple of weeks. You know, you've got the Dr. Seuss issue. You've got Amazon banning books on their website. You've got all kinds of examples out there of everyday, ordinary citizens just being outright canceled. This idea of purity and you're never compromised and you're always politically woke and all that stuff, you should get over that quickly. The world, the world is messy. There are ambiguities. People who do really good stuff, have flaws, but I do get a sense sometimes now among certain young people, and this is accelerated by social media, there is this sense sometimes of the way of me making change is to be as judgmental as possible about other people, and that's enough. Like if I tweet or hashtag about how you didn't do something right, 
or used the word wrong verb or then I can sit back and feel pretty good about myself because man you see how woke I was I called you out <laughs> so that is President Obama discussing this this woke activism this cancel style of culture that we find ourselves in today it's not activism to cancel somebody it's not activism to call them out right that that's not how you bring about change if that's really what you're trying to do if you're really trying to bring about change this isn't the answer if you're really trying to bring about change and you really think that dr seuss had uh, was a racist and that the so some of the books he wrote were racist. The only way that you can bring about change is to discuss it. That's simple. The only way that you can bring about change is to bring that into a classroom, not a young classroom, not a kindergartner, not a first grader, not a second grader, at a mature level, and have a conversation about the books. That's the only way that you're going to bring about change. And I suspect that if something like that was done, if the culture took that approach to things you're going to find that there, there are various opinions on this kind of thing. Folks are going to find that, I, I, don't, I don't think that, that Dr. Seuss is racist. I don't think that that's the case at all. And some would say, yeah, this is probably not okay. And some would say, uh, I have to find a safe space because this is absolutely atrocious. Right? You're going to see that. But the conversations have to be had. You cannot simply erase it. Because once you start erasing things... What you end up with is the Nazi book burnings. You end up with the USSR book bannings. You end up with the People's Republic of China book and content bannings. We don't want to head down that road. And again, we've already crossed the slippery slope. We're already down that slope. How much further are we willing to go? Wake up. This is getting out of control. It's getting out of hand. We've got to stand up and say something here. We can't just pack up our government and pretend none of this country ever happened. Here's a crazy idea. Let's live in the present and make the future better. Of course, tear down statues of Confederate traitors. But in San Francisco, protesters tore down one of Grant because Grant was once gifted a slave who he then freed. Okay, not a perfect score, but Grant was the guy who kicked the asses of the other statues you've been tearing down. You know, while they were alive and could fight back. A little braver, I'd say. There's even a drive to remove a statue of Lincoln at the University of Wisconsin, because as one student put it, I just think he did, you know, some good things, but the bad things he's done definitely outweighs them. Yeah, I wish I had been raised with the kind of self-esteem parents give their kids these days, where you can think that when it comes to accomplishments and racial justice, you're just a little bit better than Abraham Lincoln. So that is Bill Maher, or Marr, Bill Marr, in 2020. That was August of 2020. And just uh, a couple of weeks ago, he came out with another monologue on the cancel culture and how detrimental that is to this country. So, Bill Maher, <laughs> my goodness, one of the most liberals of the liberals. Obama, 
liberal. And they're saying, hey, you know what, guys? This is not the way to do this. Now, they may have other motives behind that, and, and one of the other motives is, is possibly the fact that, again, when the shoe is on the other foot, what is going to happen, right? What is the... the and actually, quite frankly, it would, in essence, be a retaliation. What is the retaliation going to look like from the folks on the right as we continue to march down our path? I think there's some concern there on, on the liberal side, as there should be, because if you don't think the Republicans are going to answer back, they're not going to clap back. You, you're sadly mistaken. That is absolutely going to happen. It's just a matter of time and, and, and moving forward. So I'm going to leave you today with this thought. And I want you to really think about it over the weekend or, or a couple of days after you've listened to this podcast. And the thought is simply this. Um, gasoline prices are approaching $3 per gallon for the first time since 2014. Uh, Americans, as, as you well know, are, are cash-strapped. Is the president planning to, to intervene somehow? OPEC Plus came out this morning and said they were going to limit supply. Does the president plan to intervene somehow, maybe call uh, the Saudi government, Russia, uh, anything in the toolbox to, to oh, bring in the gas prices? I, I don't furiously. have anything on that to preview for you. Um, I will say, since you've given me a, sort of an opportunity and opening here, I is that nothing. there's been a lot of reporting on um, kind of what kind of relief would come out of the American Rescue Plan, something that can help address a range of issues the American people are having, whether it's uh, the cost of gas or it's the uh, inability uh, or concern about getting food on the table. And there it is again, ladies and gentlemen. No, 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 no. The government will give you money to take care of the higher costs that we created. The government is going to give you the money to solve the problem that we created. Take a couple of days, folks, and think about that. Think about where that money is coming from, where it has to come from. Ladies and gentlemen, BigECsTruth.net. BigECsTruth.net. Thank you for tuning in today. Remember, stay vigilant. Keep your head on the swivel. What you have today can be gone tomorrow.